0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Three, two, one. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you,
0: but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We
1: have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. <laughs> St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the radio.com app, and 1080TheFan.com.
2: Hello and good morning. How are you, sir?
1: <laughs> what
2: the hell was that? Just being a little more polite. Realize that I usually shout at you to start Saturday mornings. And, well, uh yeah,
0: that's how you start Saturday. No,
2: no, no, no. Good morning. How are you? Everything going well in your world? You know what? You don't like
0: it? I'll do it for you.
1: Happy Saturday!
0: Yeah, that that sounds terrible. Well, yeah, because I'm not the dude that does that. You know, you gotta get people jacked up on Saturday. Right now, if high school football and pee-wee football was going on, you would have dudes carting their kids in their Suburbans, heading over to a mixed-use field to play some important games. High school football games are played on Friday nights. That's why I'm
2: saying peeweed, bro. Yeah. Well, let's see. Do you remember that? No, I never played peewee football. What? I didn't play football till junior high. I played very few youth sports. As a child I played T ball. Oh. That was it. Then I got uh to the Like what, till you were thirteen? Actually no, I actually stopped playing from like nine until twelve. Did not wow. play baseball. You
0: played T ball till you were nine.
2: No played T-ball then got to what it was A minor and then uh Is double still a. T-ball No, it's it's you, you get kid pitch. And then I took and then I was like, ah, I don't want to play." So I didn't play a couple of years and then when I was 12, I decided to go back into it. And then uh, by the time I got to high school, I was such a stud. Nice. Then I ended up playing basketball, baseball, and football for the uh, for the local high school there in Vancouver, Washington. <laughs> I was pretty good at things.
0: Well, let me paint you a picture of the Pee Wee game on Saturdays. Because sure. I anticipate, once I do have a child, who will be D1 and oh, All-American. Thank you. Yeah. As I would hope.
2: Yeah, I mean. Well, your wife's such a huge American football fan. She's huge into it. Big. Yes. Biggest ever. Biggest, well, she's the biggest fan ever. You have to say biggest
0: fan. That's right. Biggest fan ever. She's not the biggest person ever. Let me tell you this. Okay. The image on Saturdays, carting your kids in your Chevy Suburban, I'm going to say probably 08 to 11, over to a mixed-use field for them to play important games, is probably one of the best memories I had as a child. Really? Yes. It was great. Those days were great the smell of the awful cars the massive jugs of water from Coleman that you would carry sure. with you you know you see the kids whose jugs of water are like bigger than their heads yeah yeah Five, That's the stuff 503
2: 5032501080 uh the fan text line agrees that uh, my open sucked yeah, so it did. we won't do okay we won't do that again we yeah, try why 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 every once while i've to try other things well i was all i was all sport's out i was ready to go i was all jerked up and ready to do the show and then we started talking a little bit before the show, and somehow uh, you got busy because you forgot to write your sports center update. Mm. So then we stopped talking. Then I started started watching snowboarding videos. And I got very chill, so it was very relaxed, and I was thinking about snowboarding, which is uh, far more zen than uh, Pee Wee football. So had I thought of Pee Wee football, I'd have been all jacked up, and I'd have done the uh, traditional "Hey, hey, hey!" Happy Saturday morning that I normally do, but. Uh, here I am kind of in an in-between mood
0: thinking about kids and helmets gets you jacked up. What you just said, nothing gets you more. Ju- this is what you brought to the table with it. I didn't play pee-wee football. I was Here... talking about my own memories, not, not
2: strange children. Okay. Here's my memory of Wee football. So uh, as, as most listeners probably know from, uh, you know, listening to the show uh, addictively over the, however many years we've been doing this. Uh, I have three older brothers. They all got to play all the sports. They played soccer. Uh, two of my brothers played football. I don't think any of us played basketball as, as youth. Uh, and then we all played baseball. But by the time I was old enough to play football, my parents were over that. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, here's my m- one memory of going to a peewee football game, I assume on a Saturday, hmm. was my brother Mark wearing his shoulder pads and like full gear in the car. In the Anyone?
0: car. Uh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Full van. Yeah. We big uh, full-size van. He's wearing all of his equipment. Then I remember getting too hot and then throwing up in the car and it being like barely chewed hot dog barfed all over the seat. And I think I was sitting next to him. I remember looking at the vomit and I can still picture it in my brain, but yeah, it's like, I'm getting too hot. Well, maybe if you weren't wearing your helmet in the car, that
0: would help. I will tell you right now, there is that kid who goes full equipment in the car. Yeah. It's insufferable. Oh, well, no, it's insufferable, and I'll tell you, as a parent, when I do eventually drive <laughs> my future Division One college football All American playing child to yeah. his mixed-use field game on a Saturday, sure. and his friend is in full gear in the back of our uh, our, our Denali, oh, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna tell, tell Denali. That, sweet, That's sweet, dude. You I'm can do it pretty Denali. well. That's right. No, nice. oh, I'm doing huge, nice. dude. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Big. Yeah. Like by that time, too, like it'll be all electric, so I'll be woke big woke big that's woke. right i'll be saving the environment while my son
2: is kicking little kid tail out on the field here's the thing that you won't realize that the electric usage of that denali right will actually probably cause more carbon than it would have if it's just a gas powered car because you'll have to charge it so often it's
0: woke bro yeah woke super woke so the kid if he's wearing full pads in the back of my car i'm kicking his little tail no. out of there There is a kid that does that, and he thinks that he's showing everybody that, like, he's so ready for the game that he's in full gear in the car. No, take your shoulder pads off.
2: Yeah, your kid's showing up. Yeah. Your kid's showing up. He'll be wearing the pants. Right. He'll be wearing socks, Mm. sliders, because no cleats in the Denali. That's incredibly
0: right. Don't scuff up the weather tech mats.
2: Thank you. But he'll have full pads in because in youth football, you have to wear the full pads. Mm. And they don't make them small enough, so they're all oversized. Giant knee pad, giant thigh pad. The The hip pad 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 is way out. Oh, yeah. Sticks all the way up to the rib cage. Then your kid's gonna be the one that has the chopped up t-shirt. And it'll mm. probably be his t-shirt from soccer that you make him play soccer just so he can work yeah. on his footwork. Well and the night before I, I helped him cut it up a bit. Listen, I don't need you to be good at soccer. I just need you to work on your football your footwork for when we get to real football. That's right. But his youth soccer shirt is cut into pieces. Mm. Sleeves are cut off. It's cut off uh, to, you know, the, the high waist or whatever you call it, the crop top. Slight navel. Yeah, exactly. Nables hanging out, but mm. he's wearing the chopped up shirt because he just needs enough to keep the shoulder pad chafing away. That's, that's all right. I need. That's all the shirt you need. And you in need fact, the show- chafing is yeah. good
0: for him. He <laughs> likes it. That's right. So that's that's what's going on with your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Kind Deacon's going to be going to be a weird De- one. Deacon Darkens. Deacon Darkens. Is there something funny about that? Deacon Darkens. <laughs> Deacon Daniel Darkins Daniel
2: Darkins (laughs) Deacon uh, Is there a more Gnarly D middle name Deacon Dwight Darkins you get your butt in here right now Ah! triple D We got to talk and whether he likes it or not listen I'm watching the film of last week's game. I need you to focus when the when the tight end releases yeah you can totally tell that they're going to go into passing. And you, if you're blitzing, you need to get your nose in there and take out a quarterback. You took a step back. Mm. That's a blitz assignment. Yeah. Turn off
0: Yu-Gi-Oh! We're watching film. Get in here. Listen, Deacon. <laughs> Deacon Dwight jerk. Darkens. That's right. That's right. All right. Darn it. How many boys? How many boys you having? How many boys? Yeah. <laughs> Unlimited. <laughs> I'm going to have so many boys in my family. Are you going to? We're going to move out to a farm and get our own TLC (laughs) show. And I'm just going to train them to all be football players, whether they like it or not. And of course, there will be the one kid who absolutely hates it. Oh, yeah. But he's going through with it. But he's actually like a beautiful mind. And like, sure. He's far more talented than the game of football. But that doesn't matter to me. No. Because all of my missed dreams are in the hands of those little craps. Well,
2: you just said they're going to play D1. You play D1. You need you guys in the league. Yeah. Well, All-American. I wasn't even an
0: academic All-American. <laughs> ah, barely... My brother does love to tell people that he wasn't All-American. He's an academic All-American. He American. was an academic hey, All-American. But he tells people, and then he leaves that out. They're like, oh, my gosh. Like, how would you – and – he was like, "Well, I didn't really play much. I just got good grades." Let's
2: do a quick <laughs> assessment of uh, what what should have been the most important thing in college. Uh, huh. Who's doing better, you or your brother? In what life?
0: Well, right now. Yes, right now, currently. Well, uh, oh I don't really? Know. Really? I mean, if you want to go by just money, my brother. Well, I'm just saying, oh. what did,
2: did he do the right thing by studying? I'm trying to for the kids. Oh, out, for the kids I see, out there I listening see. right now, should they be focused more on academics? or partying because that was uh, your
0: thing you weren't yeah partying okay yeah you you want to focus on partying because let Perfect. me tell kids, you something
2: kids gather around the radio yeah uh, parents out of the way kids move right up next to the giant uh radio you have in your living room that's right yeah the Just 1920s get, one around sit cross-legged and i'll tell you this it's no
0: longer called indian style cross-legged you woke want to party as much as possible So that you get the connections. That's what college is about, really. It's not about reading or books or knowledge. It's about who you know. It's about learning human interaction. You want to be a doctor? Go meet some doctors. (laughs) They'll hook you up.
2: Whatever (laughs) you... Why do you want to be a doctor? Just to get the prescription pad? Just get to know doctors. That's it. Because here's the thing. They actually have the pad. Listen, Johnny, we used to party our asses off back at Oregon State. I know you can write me a script, bro.
0: I know you can give me some oxy. Text line 503-250-1080. Somebody is telling us to please uh, mention that I will be using a Ford Expedition, not a Denali. As a Ford Expedition is far safer, but I have not looked at the Kelly Blue Book, so I actually feel bad about reading that.
2: You do, you do care about the safety ratings, though.
0: That will be will be very important. Somebody else also mentioning that I should just put the game tape on in the uh, on the TV of the Denali. <laughs> Because there will be. There will be headrest TVs <laughs> yeah. for the kids to watch stuff. They'll you know, they'll be watching their own shows, but I'll change that crap off real quick. And I'll go, yeah. you need to be watching tape before. And I'll say, turn off the Denali uh headrest TV for the kid in full pads. He doesn't deserve it.
2: Junior high or early high school basketball, I used to carpool with uh, a buddy to games. Like, you know, Mm. you you didn't always have to. Like for summer league games, you didn't always have to, you know, ride with the team. So we'd just carpool up and go to the games. Him and his dad would break down every play in the entire game on the way home. Whether or not he was involved. Yeah. And I was not uh, what you would call a cerebral athlete. Mm. At the time, I would just go out there, like especially basketball. I was just a pretty good athlete, and I could play some defense or whatever. all about grit. All about grit. Yeah. That's a very good, very good definition of my athletic prowess. There you go. Grit. So I would go out there, and it's like the ball would come to me and be like, cool, nobody's around. Guess I'll shoot it. Not really into the flow of the offense. Again, didn't grow up playing basketball, just ended up on the team. That's fair. The way back, though, every single play being broken down, I'm like, Oh, I'm definitely missing something. Yeah.
0: No, nah, that, but you know what? That's yeah. totally fine on your, honestly, even in high school, that type of attitude, and maybe it's just because we grow up in the Northwest and it's not like we're growing up in Alabama where like, we're, with football, college or football, North Carolina is with like, basketball. What, college football up here is like what junior high football is down there. And then the same goes for like pro, you pro just, to there, pro to there is like high school. You there. have
2: just explained the Pac 12 perfectly.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. All right.
2: Well, good, good enough for the Northwest. That you know what? That might define me right there, Luke Anderson. Good enough for the Northwest. Yeah, you should put that on your business card. I, I think I'm gonna. I, it'll be my new headline everywhere I go.
0: Good enough. Hi,
2: I'm Luke now, Anderson.
0: Good enough for the Northwest. Now, is that better than Mayor of Clark County?
2: Ooh, I don't know. Mayor of Clark County. So, for anyone that doesn't know, is the nickname bestowed upon me by Alex Crawford when covering high school football, mayor of Clark County. I do like that nickname. Yeah, you are the mayor of Clark. County. 503-250-1080. Which nickname better? Luke Anderson, good enough for the Northwest, or Luke Anderson, mayor of Clark
0: County? Good enough for the Northwest sounds like you're selling crappy used cars. It does. Yeah. <laughs> good, hey,
2: you know <laughs> <Good> what? <enough. laughs> it's not a great nickname, but good enough for the Northwest.
0: Hey, your car broke down, <laughs> and you're in dire financial straits. How about you buy a car for me and it'll last for three months? Just say it. Whatever I do,
2: yeah. You know, I could I be better at what I'm doing now on this radio? Sure. Could, yeah. But guess what? This show? Mm. Good enough for the Northwest. It is good enough for the Northwest,
0: <laughs> apparently. Telling you.
2: Good enough for our do, boss. Do you think this show would fly if we were getting ready for Alabama, Georgia tonight? If we were in Birmingham? Uh, Tuscaloosa. No. I think you'd get pitchforks and, uh, and torches outside the station. This this is the tailgate show on 1080 The Fan. Yeah, we get you ready for your Saturday. That's get right. Getting you ready for your Saturday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Would this fly in any other college town, any other region? Probably not. But mm. you know what? Center and Saint, good enough for the Northwest. Yeah, I like that. It fits. There you go. All right. So maybe it's not mine. It's ours. Yeah. All right. I can dig it. Yeah, I'll take your idea. All right. Well, Nick Saban has been all up in the news, and the big breaking news we're all waiting for is can Saban coach. I don't think he should. I'll tell you why next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. I it's Got ESPN no on. ESPN? Nope. It's ESPN now. I've got ESPN TV. Yep. You did this. (laughs) That's fine. ESPN. ESPN on TV right now. Clemson, Georgia Tech. Clemson uh, in the red zone. Uh, Is there anything worse graphically than the UFC fight preview where it's just the photographs of the two fighters on the bottom? but they're like flyweights and they just look scrawny and informidable. Yeah. Those, uh, are, those do not make UFC appealing to me at all. Oh, by the way, Clemson just scored,
0: but yeah, they, I, I will say this. I don't really understand. And maybe I'm just like totally the demographics going right over my head, but I don't understand the like cross appeal of football, the UFC. And so it bothers me sometimes when I'm watching these games because you're totally right. You will see this, especially on ESPN, because ESPN, at least from like the broad broadcasters, has the most UFC stuff. Yeah. Um, you'll see it. And I'm just kind of like, OK, I don't want that. Don't feed me that. I'm watching football right now. But if they had if they
2: had the World Series or I guess the uh, LCS Series uh, this weekend or they had the NBA Finals on, they would put up that preview. I'm just saying specifically, if you put up a graphic and it's two heavyweights mm. where the guys actually have pecs and or shoulders, yeah, versus the flyweights where it's two scrawny guys and you can tell he's just giving everything he can to show his abs, but it looks like he has no pecs. Yeah, he's got a scrawny little neck. Mm. His arms look weak. Put up the put up the ladies undercard fight. I'd much rather
0: see that. Like I don't. So you need something more attractive to your eye. You like bulkier men. I'm just saying, scrawny dudes shirtless does not
2: make me want to see a fight that much. It doesn't It doesn't get you going. You know what? Probably a better fight. You're more into
0: bulkier guys.
2: Totally into bulkier guys. Probably the better fight is that flyweight one, yeah. but just the flexed out guy yeah. at 115 pounds.
0: Look, we get it. Just saying. You love huge guys.
2: I'm into bigger dudes.
0: Five zero three two five zero ten eighty 250 1080 is uh, the uh, fan text line. Uh, just kind of wrapping up our conversation about uh, kids wearing their full equipment in cars to games. Uh, somebody had pointed out that there was a guy who would wear, <laughs> there was a kid that would wear jeans <laughs> to their baseball practice. Oh, yeah. Kids showing up in <laughs> jeans. The game
2: <laughs> jeans were always the good one. The, the T-ball game jeans. Yeah. Yeah, that's on the parents. Well, they parents. provide you the pants, though, right? It's on the parents. Not, It's not, <laughs> not a kid's
0: issue. It's a parent's issue, especially at that age. Look, and I don't want to— It's what, are you five when you play yeah. t-ball? I, I don't want to disparage anybody that if it's a financial thing that, like— That you, you know, can't you gotta wear do the a jeans. load
2: of laundry. Yeah, but— You had they, time to wash the jeans, yeah. but not time to wash the baseball if pants. If they have
0: provided you the pants— uh, one or two sets of them, there's no reason your kid should be wearing jeans to
2: the game. It, this is more This is more of a time management issue, yeah. which may correlate to a financial hardship issue, but I think it's far more of a time management issue.
0: Okay, that makes me feel better about being I didn't being think about your
2: game until you told me we had to leave right now, is what it means. <laughs> you can wear those pants, but they're still wet and gross from last week, or you can wear your jeans, Daniel. Put them on. Games canceled this week in college football because of COVID. App State, Georgia Southern was uh, moved to December 12th from the 14th of October. That was supposed to be played on Wednesday. Oklahoma State, Baylor will not be played today. That's moving to December 12th. Vanderbilt at Missouri moving to December 12th was supposed to be played today. LSU, Florida also moved to December 12th. Cincinnati at Tulsa moved to December 5th. FIU at Charlotte, TBD, Southern Southern Miss at UTEP, TBD, and Missouri, Florida is already moved off of next weekend out to October 31st. COVID, still a thing. Yeah. The biggest game of today, still scheduled to be played, Mm. is Georgia, Alabama. Nick Saban tested positive on Wednesday for COVID.
0: And I will give you, sorry, this literally just came across. He has has been cleared. So he's been cleared to coach. Yeah, that's uh, per Bleacher Report, Nick Saban has been cleared to coach today's game uh, against Georgia after testing negative for COVID for the third time in a row.
2: A lot of people suggested that because the original test for Nick Saban was an outside testing company, Mm. and the three follow-up tests have been SEC testing that they're doing everything they can to get Saban back on the sideline because that's important to football they're thinking that maybe nick saban has manipulated the system i would disagree with that because this is a perfect situation for nick saban if he misses the game now we know that he's going to be there which is i think what you expected but the idea that they would manipulate things to get him on the sideline dude that's perfect for Saban to miss this game Because guess what happens? If Alabama beats Georgia, it's like, cool, we're clearly the best team. If they lose, the college football playoff committee can just simply go, well, yeah, Alabama's got one loss, but no Saban. COVID. We got to put them in. So these two teams, we're going to see them play again, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, we're going to see them play again. I would also like to point to what this really means to this college football season, which is Let's just for a second understand that the biggest story in college football so far this season has been Nick Saban getting COVID. (laughs) It has not been about a player. It has not been about Trevor Lawrence. It has not been about Clemson. It has not been about the Pac-12 not being able to play until November.
2: Or the Big Ten not being able to play until – do they play next week? Yeah, I think so.
0: So – I just want that to sink in for everybody that the thing we have paid attention to the most was the fact that Nick Saban got COVID.
2: Yeah. Who's good in college football right now? Cause Georgia tech just responded with a touchdown against Clemson.
0: Uh, yeah, they did. So I think that that question right there totally shows the fact that there is a feeling nationally and the ratings are showing it is that this college football season is just kind of a weird outlier dude well obviously all carolina was ranked eighth yeah but you know which was not an outlier the nba bubble and you know which what right now is not an outlier that's kind of teetering on it is the nfl yeah the the nfl is getting damn close to it these becoming an outlier
2: yeah Yeah. it is because
0: now the jaguars are shutting down their facility the colts had to shut down their entire facility we've already skipped at least three or four games It's getting to that point now where you're kind of saying, well, if the numbers of COVID cases are going up, which they are because we're getting into colder weather, there's no way that teams are going to be able to stay clean throughout the entire, you know, quote year.
2: I will disagree with you on the fact that the bubble will not be an outlier in the NBA. Yes, COVID was not a problem with it, but zero home games, zero, you know, outside influences from you know crowds or just having like the the essence of basketball tends to be you know uh the spike lee reggie miller battles on there jack on the on the court side for lakers games all of this will uh, everything this year and probably well into next year will be outliers these are always going to be seasons that you look back that are going to be completely bizarre i think the major league baseball playoffs have been really good but they only played 60 games, and everything is super weird. So yeah. it will always be an outlier. And one of the things that I actually really like about what's going on in baseball right now, they're playing every day. It's And baseball is kind of used to that, but they want to finish this by the end of October. And so they're playing with zero breaks between games in all of the playoff series right now. It's kind of awesome. But at the same time, it will always be an outlier. The NBA bubble was weird. And Danny Green did an interview, I think it was with... Colin Cowherd where he's talking about how difficult it was that you don't really see all of the off time was for a long time. No families. Mm. He talked about his dogs, which, you know, are a big part of his routine outside of uh, playing Uh, the coaches never were allowed to have their families in there. So there was a lot of weird things going on. Poor Lou Williams couldn't get his chicken wings, which I still think may be the downfall for the Clippers, but uh, who knows? You think that's what did the Clippers in? Lou Williams' lack of chicken wings? I... Well, he was able to get some, but, yeah, not
0: enough. You don't think it was possibly just Paul George is completely overrated?
2: Uh, well, reports are now that Kawhi Leonard was getting uh, preferential treatment, and oh. that was where the dysfunction was. Oh, lied. man.
0: You know, how dare they? I how know. dare they treat a guy that they paid the most on the team better than the other players?
2: You mean the guy that has multiple finals MVPs yeah. and multiple championships? You know what?
0: That's just yes. despicable. That's I, despicable totally that you he would treat the best player and probably yep. one of the better players of the last decade better. Mm. Than the others. Yeah,
2: potentially the best two way player. Yeah. In, in and you basketball. know what's even yep. worse
0: about it is that it's a professional sport with a private company that relies on making money each year so that they I... can keep playing, so that they can tout players that are really good so they can sell more tickets. That kind of stuff to me just bothers yeah.
2: me. Well, the NFL does it again. Uh, somehow the NFL might actually need Daryl Morey.
0: Yeah. Is that
2: possible? Yes.
0: Yes. Moneyball for football. Yes.
2: Well, football, football proved that they're stupid this week, and now there's rumors that Daryl Morey might be bringing Moneyball. Yes. To football, we will discuss that after this scoreboard update.
0: Too bad they don't sing at midnight. Moonlight,
2: Got a headline for you before we get into football talk. Now. Hell yeah! French man says tattoo-covered face cost him his kindergarten teaching job. Okay, what was the tattoo? His entire face is covered in tattoos, including his eyeballs, which have been dyed darker where they should be white. So he looks like a demon? He super looks like a demon. Uh, So his entire head, his entire body really covered in tattoos, but the black eyes kind of make it creepy. But mostly it looks like just kind of squiggles, what could be considered... uh, you know, artistic designs, I suppose, on his face. Yeah, he's afraid that lost him his kindergarten teaching job. How do you get a
0: tattoo on your eyeball? How? How do you do? There's no way the needle. I have a tattoo, and I'll tell you, that needle pierces. Yeah? It doesn't, (laughs) it's not like a magic marker. It's it's a needle that penetrates your skin and permanently (laughs) inserts ink into your pigment. Let's see how you get a tattoo Like, how do you do that? There's no way they put a needle on your eye. And also, let me just say this. Yeah, you go ahead and do that. The first person to ever attempt this, I guarantee had their eyes poked out by that needle. Because they said, I think I want to try to get a tattoo on my eyeball. And the guy was like, well, I don't really know how you do that. And he goes, you know what? Let's just do this. I want you to go ahead and just take that needle and just shoot it onto my eyeball.
2: Yeah, there's a picture of a guy, right? First thing, needle, eyeball. Yeah, right there. How does that not blind you? Ah, that, well, you don't... You tattoo the the whites of your eyes.
0: Those don't help you see. But still, but how, s- how does the needle's penetration not screw up something in your eye to make ah, it so you can't see? Just some pictures of people with tattooed eyeballs. Like, this dude actually looks pretty good considering and why is it that as a kindergarten teacher going back to this guy in particular prisoners tattoo eyeballs i don't need to see that one like why is it that this kindergarten teacher decided that not only did he want to enrich kids lives by educating them but he also wanted uh his eyeballs tattooed i don't get that that doesn't seem to mix why can you not have a passion for two things That just seems like two strange passions. That's similar to me really enjoying uh, coming here on Saturday mornings and doing sports and everything. Sure. But then also, like, I'm really into figuring out how I can get two robots to enter into a sexual relationship. And I spend almost all my time doing that.
2: You don't think there's anybody here at the fan that in their free time is trying to get two robots to hump? It would be weird if they did this and that. Well, yeah, but that would be weird if somebody did that at all.
0: Well, if that was their main thing, I'd go, okay, that's their main thing. That's whatever. Sure.
2: But if that's their main thing, okay. Let's imagine for a second that it's somebody's secondary thing is to make robots bone. Yeah. What should their main, like, if you found out the IT guy was into that outside of it, you'd be okay with it? Totally fine. Okay. But if he liked sports... And was an IT guy, and that was his that's op- totally fine too. Okay, but if sports were the primary,
0: and if he, if sex he was robots hosting secondary, a sports radio show and then also doing that, I would find that kind of strange. So
2: Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris, they do the Beers on Us podcast. Yeah, if that were Robots on Each Other podcast,
0: that would be weird to you. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Just trying to just trying to I don't know what's so confusing about that.
2: Everything's confusing. I'm literally looking at pictures of needles tattooing eyeballs while we're talking it. So everything has to be slowed down a little bit. There's a lot of stimulus going on. around. There's a lot that's going on. But yes, you can find pictures of eyeballs being tattooed. It is with needles. It is the whites of their eyes. There are a plethora of different colors. This guy teaching the kindergartners was uh, going with black around his eyes. And uh, it turns out that he is still able to teach some of the older kids who know him and know how much he cares about their education. It's just the younger kids get a little terrified, you know, when they close their eyes after having seen his gross face.
0: What's the worst tattoo you've ever seen in person? Ooh, worst
2: tattoo. Like, I have a cousin that just had, like, a terrible little clip art bumblebee tattooed on her ankle. That was pretty terrible. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It was just and and she admitted it as much. It was like, oh, I got really drunk and then I asked for a tattoo and then I picked the dumbest thing on the wall.
0: Give me a bumblebee. Yeah,
2: and I hate it. That's so, not too bad. That's yeah, okay. That's, that's a, the one that pops into my head. I'm trying to think if there's another worse tattoo. I I, haven't, I don't hang out with a lot of people with face tattoos, but most face tattoos are
0: I knew a new guy who, uh, and this should, uh, you'll probably guess what happens next, uh, got engaged to a woman and then had uh, the marking of her kiss put on his neck.
2: Oh, and then they got
0: divorced. And then yep. they got divorced. Yep, sure. That's right. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clearly. And it Do looked you. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, the, the tattoo artist did not, like, take that suggestion and then go, like, okay, well, let me think of, like, a creative way where I can make that yeah. look you know, artistic in a sense and not like a pair of gross slug lips just oozing off your neck. He was like, I'm going to make a gross pair of slug lips oozing off your neck. Yeah. And that's what it was. I felt really bad for that guy, too, because he was a very passionate young man.
2: Man, good. Good for him. Uh, All right. Let's get to good versus evil. We will talk about the NFL changing forever and we got a poll next hour and we do have a poll next hour and we have to talk about baseball and my new favorite baseball player of all time yes that is all in hour two but next good versus evil right here center and saint on 1080
1: the fan have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened today? What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, bro. <laughs> Let the center and the Saints shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil, brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. This
2: is the Rockets team uh, that returns, certainly James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and, and an owner who uh, you know s- says he's willing uh, to go into luxury tax to continue to try to keep the Rockets a contender in the Western Conference.
0: That's guy who's forcing interest in esports because he's convinced it's going to replace baseball in America, Adrian Wojnarowski. Big news from the NBA post-bubble, Daryl Morey has stepped down as general manager of the Houston Rockets. Morey was convinced his team could win the title this year, but, uh, well, they went out in the second round against the Lakers. Prior to the season, his tweet in support of the protest in Hong Kong led to China pulling the NBA from television. How long before he gets another? GM job, do you think? Well, he may not be looking for another
2: GM job. The Rockets uh, were a disappointment constantly uh, in his reign, but mostly because of performances at the end of games. That's not the GM's job. That's the coach. That's the players. And at some point, you don't blame Daryl Morey. The Rockets have been interesting. And for a lot of teams, they're not very interesting. So I would think if you were... I don't know, the Indiana Pacers or the Orlando Magic or pick another irrelevant team in the NBA that kind of middles around and eh, bring in Daryl Moore. At least it makes it interesting. I would think if he wants to, he can have a job very quickly.
1: You know, there are a number of things that we've got to clean up, and we'll get back to work here next week. You know, we'll be in tomorrow. We'll be in the next day. Uh, we'll be able to address some of the things we feel like we haven't done well and, and get ready then to, to start playing after the bye.
0: That's guy who swears he isn't drunk before operating a jet ski, then crashing into a dinghy. Sean Payton. Let's now move to the Saints' overtime win against the Chargers on Monday Night Football. This past week, they were down 17 points in the first half. Here's a fun fact. Drew Brees has been 1-48 when his team has been trailing by at least 17 points in a game. Chargers rookie quarterback Justin Herbert had four touchdowns passing and seems to have a potential wow factor in the league. With this small sample size, are you willing to take that jump?
2: Yeah, I mean, th- he's got all of the elements that you need for success in the NFL, and I'm not talking about the big throwing arm and
1: the ability to move yeah, in the bucket. He can and that. really
2: spread
0: the field out.
2: He went into a good situation. Uh, Anthony Lynn seems to be a competent head coach. He's with a roster that has a good defense and good uh, position players around him. Good stars that can make him, uh, you know, look a little bit better when he does make a mistake. And if everything is stable, yeah, I don't see any reason why Justin Herbert can't be very successful in the NFL. But it's a good place to start. And what we've seen so far Looks like they're a little more creative with the play, calling than they were at Oregon.
1: You know, he, he's, he's in the building, and, um, you know, it's you just see the reaction everybody has to, that, that he's here. So, um, and I just think that speaks volumes of, of, about him as a man and, and just the electricity that he, that he brings to, to our football team.
0: That was genetically engineered government robot comprised of three children inside a shell operating limbs and moods, Mike McCarthy. Dak Prescott was crying while being carted off just half past the third quarter after being tackled by Logan Ryan versus the Giants this past Sunday. The Cowboys QB had surgery Sunday night and is said to be doing pretty fine and is looking at a recovery timetable of about four to six months before he can actually get back onto the field. True or false, Dak Prescott goes under center for the Cowboys again at any point.
2: Ooh, that... He's a very good question. He's playing on the franchise. Was playing on the franchise tag this year. He turned down five hundred million dollars to get what he deserves.
0: Well, let me tell you something. Andy Dalton's not too bad. I don't. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I. Like
2: I, it. I don't see him playing for the Cowboys again. Um. Yeah. I. I just. I think that there's. The NFL is not the league to go, hey, sorry you got hurt under our watch. Uh, he was not a spectacular uh, quarterback. He was a good quarterback, but so is Andy Dalton. And I think that, uh, I think that yeah, it's not going to be worth the money, the effort. The They're going to move on from Dak
0: Prescott. And I will say this. There is a uh, level of marketability that you have to have with a quarterback that plays for the Dallas Cowboys. And for some reason, I always found that escaped Dak Prescott. I can see that. Really I can see that little guy. Little bit, but... Yeah, great guy. I'm just saying, like in terms of marketability. Yeah, but I don't think Troy. Aichman, like... I don't
2: think had that much marketability. Like he's pretty good on TV, but I don't think he was the star
0: of those teams. But he didn't need to be.
2: I understand. You I mean, had but
0: Dion and you
2: But I mean, going who... other than Roger Starbuck and uh, and Tony Romo, who's the one that was the
0: marketability? I'm not think... Yeah, oh that's right. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. <laughs> John Kitna. That's always a fun game. Remember when that guy was quarterback for the (laughs) uh, Cowboys? Yeah. Weird. All right. Time for my favorite story of the week. And this one comes from Pompeii. Oh, I think I know this story. Your headline, Canadian returns stolen uh, relics from Pompeii after 15 years of bad luck. He got Greg Brady'd
2: 15 years. Did he just not have the good fortune to be able to make it back
0: to Pompeii to return said relics? I will go ahead and uh, say that I was uh, mistaken. It is a woman, a Canadian How woman. How dare you? I know. A Canadian woman returned to ancient artifacts that she stole 15 years ago because apparently she says they gave her bad juju. In 2005, a woman identified as Nicole by an Italian newspaper, Il Messaggero. Very good. Thank you traveled to Pompeii in southern Italy, where she helped herself to two ancient white mosaic tiles, a piece of ceramic wall, and fragments of an amorpha case. Whatever the hell that is. (laughs) The relics are remnants from the ancient city that was buried under volcanic ash when Mount Vesuvius erupted in AD 79. She said, I was young and stupid, and I wanted to have a piece of history that no one could have who she is now 36 years old. I need to hear about the bad
2: luck that she suffered that she could directly tie back to
0: the relics. Those include two battles with breast cancer, a double mastectomy, and her family's financial struggles. Huh. Which Okay, the breast cancer, I will give you that. Because well, did, cancer wait, is pretty vicious and it can affect people. You just don't know how. Sure. But the financial you, did, struggles. Yeah,
2: but how do you tie those back to the tiles? Did she sneak them out in her brassiere?
0: Oh, so you're thinking the tiles caused the cancer.
2: That she returned them because of the bad luck she had ever since she stole the tiles.
0: Yeah, I, I think she just probably is a... Uh, uh, kooky probably n- n- uh, a little, little, th- little loopy. I think she is a uh, sad person and i I say that sad as an emotionally sad person who is like trying to find answers well
2: she's also somebody that uh you know at one point in her life thought it would be a good idea to steal from you know ancient historical sites Do you believe in that kind of stuff the bad juju kind of thing no i don't really believe in the bad juju but i also don't believe in stealing
0: so you know kind of way evens itself out there okay let's assume that's true um so you wouldn't (laughs) steal like an ancient art okay let me let me throw this situation sure. at you go ahead let's say you're on a hike in uh you know wherever some some kind of uh, india whatever okay you're on a hike hiking in india. in india that's right and you stumble upon a rock cave that you walk into and you walk a few meters to
2: find i have to go meters because i'm in india that's right i can't go feet no I can't go yard that's not possible because i'm in india Feet and yards do not exist there. few meters. Okay. And you find yourself an Indiana Jones-type relic. Okay, but this is, I assume, yeah. based on the way you've laid it out, mm-hmm. a hike where I've discovered now the undiscovered. Yes. Versus, but she discovered the undiscovered. Don't think she did. <laughs> Pretty sure went she went to, like, all right, pay us the, you know, seven lira or whatever it costs I don't know if that's a fair amount to get into pump. I don't know what it was in 2005 but you walk into a
0: you know adjusted for inflation
2: UNESCO <laughs> historical site or whatever it is and then you walk in and then these things are a boot mm. it be, it'd be it would be like going through you know a ancient ruin or, or like a archaeological dig and then just grabbing stuff versus finding it in a cave mm. i would not grab it if i was there on a tour group all right we're going to go and see this great historical site it's like taking a piece. Of, it would be like taking a piece of brick off the Great Wall of China or something. Now that looks loose. Throw it in your pocket. I
0: think you could do that, and I think that's happened quite a bit. And I don't think you'd get bad luck. Really? Yeah. Mm. Like, do you think that if you did that, like, like Mongolian ghosts would like follow you around and terrorize you? Yes. <laughs> the the ghost <laughs> the of the Mongolian Genghis Empire Kong. as a ghost. Well, would it be the form? Chinese
2: or the because they used it to block out the Mongol
0: hordes? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and they would, but they the Mongolians would, would haunt me, not the Chinese that built the wall? That's right.
0: Okay. I can dig that. They down. would annex your home and your land, Yeah, and then they would just keep spreading out. Yeah. I don't know. Here's how I feel. If you go to a historical site,
2: try to leave it in as good a shape as it was when you were there. Yeah. If everybody decides that they're going to take a little piece of it, it will not be there for future generations. The, the other thing that drives me crazy is the people that litter uh, in those caves. I would be more upset with the guy that goes into that Indian cave and leaves all of his empty Red Bull cans, or like I mean, his
0: Burger King wrapper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or
2: than the guy that took his took the the relic that nobody knew was there.
0: Or like his quarter a quarter of a Whopper he couldn't finish. Yeah, great. exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not finishing this. Yeah, let me tell you yeah. something. Worst decision: bringing a Whopper on a hike.
2: Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> seemed like a good idea at <laughs> the time. I thought I'm hungry. I might as well eat the damn thing. If you are going to bring something to hike, make sure it's uh, food from 808 Hawaiian Restaurant to go and delivery available. Their menus, hours, locations online, ate-oh-ate.com. Eat their food. It is good. Next hour, we have baseball things to discuss, football things to discuss, we have a poll question. Go to at Center and Saint 1080 on the Twitter, and you can participate in the poll question. All of that, Hour 2, Center and Saint on 1080 The Fan.